everyone. It's the all-new, all-different Murphy's Law, episode 104. This is Charles Murphy, hanging out as always with Charles Villanueva. We're going to talk about the Spidey trailer and some of the casting and rumors around some new Marvel Studios and even Lucasfilm projects. Before we move into that, let's check in with Charles and see what he's been up to in what was a really busy week for him. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it was a really fun week for me, even if, if it was busy. I got to interview Chin Tran, who did... Um, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and Hawkeye um, spoke to her, you know, about what was sort of, you know, what sort of prompted her to take on Hawkeye. And she was really, she was really cool. I got to interview Jonathan Schwartz um, last September. So the fact that I'm starting to interview, or at least the site is starting to, you know, start getting these opportunities to interview some of the, the fucking parliament members. It's so fucking crazy. But yeah, it went well. Um, well, Hawkeye comes out what this Wednesday, so we're yeah. probably gonna have a few quotes from that uh, coming out uh, the next few days or so. But yeah, it's been fun so far. Uh, how about you? How's your week? Yeah, it's a it's crazy. Um, trying to coordinate uh, everything going on that we have now. We've got <clears throat> Netflix coverage, Amazon coverage, yeah. Disney coverage. Um, uh, we've got this week we had alone we had cowboy bebop come out and kanto um hawkeye stuff beatles stuff wheel of time stuff masters of the yep. universe stuff and it just as i you know i keep looking at my uh my calendar it just keeps going into into next week so um That's... it's it's pretty cool that we're, yeah. we're finding a place uh we're finally in a place where we can cover this many different things it's so funny because for the past few weeks, if you looked at our WordPress, the first page alone is like full of fucking scheduled shit. Yeah. That, that's never been the case with us until like the past month or so. So yeah. it was really nice to see so much work being done by the whole team, putting putting in the work and sort of, you know, scheduling things in advance. And it, I think we're at a point where I think we're, we're a really well-oiled machine at this point. I mean, compared yeah, to like fucking... Three months ago, or like five months ago. Yeah, things have really come together just in the past couple of months, um, yeah. and we're we're at a point. I mean, we have like over a dozen people working on the site now, and um, we're starting to feel our way through. You know what it's what it's like to uh, have so many different balls in the air at once, and we're getting. I think we're getting the hand the hang of it now. So um, yeah, yeah. we're. We're lucky that we have so many people who are volunteering to cover so many different things, and you know, I'm I couldn't be happier. Like we're just barely the site's just barely two years old, and right. uh, you know, if you look at where we were a year ago, we we definitely didn't have a dozen people working, and right. we hadn't ever done an interview with anybody or, or gotten any screener or press access to anything, and now we have it for the biggest studio in the world, and then we have it for Netflix, and we have it for Amazon, and we have it for mm -hmm. Hulu, and you know, it's it's gotten things have gone really really well in the past year <clears throat> all right so you want to get into the spidey stuff because i think this i don't want to but i feel like we should yeah the trailer's okay <laughs> like i'm i'm at a point where i don't know i feel like the hype is so fucking overblown for me that it's sort of killing it for me uh, or maybe i was just never invested in the spider-verse in the first place even though i do love toby Maguire. i think Spider-Man is still my favorite. Spider-Man 2 is my favorite um, solo superhero movie ever. But I don't know. It's the trailer was fine. Um, it was nice seeing. It was nice seeing sort. Of, I think what I think the scene is is where 
I think Doc Ock sort of the Stark suit maybe part of the Stark suit goes into Doc Ock's like tentacles. Mm-hmm. You see the trailer because it turns red for a bit. That that scene was pretty cool. It was nice seeing uh, what's his face, Jamie Fox as Electro, and he actually has the fucking you know that the, yeah. that that star shaped mask he has looks super cool. Um, the Goblin is sort. I'm surprised how the same Goblin looks. I think the his uh the, the eye of his masks changed, but there's a shot of him like with that's maskless too. But overall, I guess you know obviously that money shot where. You see Peter jumping towards, you know, uh, Electro, Sandman, and the Lizard. He's clearly, there's clearly two other dudes supposed to jump yeah. next to him because the Lizard gets kicked by someone we don't see, which is so fucking dumb. I cannot believe, I cannot fucking believe Sony paid a VFX team to remove uh, Toby and Andrew from the scene, but the editing team did not think to fucking cut that out. Yeah. It's like half a second. It's mistake. fucking insane. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm not seeing the movie on time, so that sort of adds to my, you know, my unenthused sort of feelings towards the movie, but it's a, it's an okay trailer. Yeah, it, I, I guess it's, um, it's probably a fine trailer. I'm just so over, like you said, all the hype around this and all the fighting about Toby and Andrew and people who still believe they're not in it, and I... <laughs> I I guess I just at this point I've not ever since we found out what was going on in the movie because if you guys remember I was not initially I was not um, on on board with even believing that any of this stuff was going to happen until I talked to my own people and found out because I don't think it sounds like a good idea I've always been worried that this was going to take away from from the story the focus of the story being on Tom so. Once I found out uh, info from my own people, I was like, holy shit, it's really happening. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm very excited about it. So, you know, a trailer that's just full of all the old villains doesn't do a ton for me. I did I did love how they've made the change to Electro. Um, yeah. Jamie Foxx looks awesome. And you see, like, Goblin's new costume, which is, you know, I guess we'll see what that looks like when we get a more than him just speeding at the camera. But, you know, so they're doing some updated stuff, and that's cool. Um but I guess I, I guess I am slowly getting encouraged that there is going to be enough of Tom's story in here that it's not just going to be a big yeah. nostalgia fest. So I guess that's good because um, that's what I hope for more than anything is that we get a, a third Spider-Man movie that actually tells Tom Holland's story instead of everybody else's. Yeah, because that is sort of the premise that Doctor Strange gives to the, or I think about Doc Ock. Sorry, I think that's what that's the one. I, I guess. I guess I'm confused if it's Doc Ock or Strange, but you know, it, the point is made in the trailer that the if 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 Tom sen- if if Tom Peter Parker sends these characters back to their world, there's a good chance they're gonna fucking die by yeah. the other Spider-Man, which I thought was very interesting because, like, clearly, it kind of seems like along with these villains, the Spider-Mans we're gonna get are variants. I don't. It doesn't seem like they are exactly the same versions. Of the, of the ones we see in the movies because it's sort of implied they're going to kill them and it kind of seems like I don't know why why those Spider-Man would be murderers at the end of the day so it is a very interesting premise where you know does this, this, this Peter Parker have to send these bad guys home they're going to die by someone else or which I think is like a part of the the, the plot he's, he, he's, he's I guess maybe trying to find ways to rehabilitate them 
That's why he sort yeah. of asks to sort of jail them or some shit. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a nice update to to an otherwise or a nice sort of you know Tom Holland centric story to an otherwise that we thought was like a fucking big you know nostalgia fest like you said. Um, but yeah, I guess my only caveat here, I kind of wish the lizard had like a coat on, like a lab coat on. Yeah, he just he just he's still naked and he kind of still looks <laughs> like the same the, the same um what do you call it the Super Mario like fucking the, the, the lizards. Oh yeah. He still look. I thought he would have like a more pronounced snout, but I guess it's the same. But you know, it's it's a, it's an okay trailer. Um, yeah, I just want this to be over with because people are saying yeah. like, okay, here, people are saying that this is on the same level as Endgame, and I don't remember being this annoyed at the Endgame hype because I guess I was invested in it. But do you think this is sort of on par with the Endgame hype? It isn't for me, but I think it is for a lot of people. And if you if you look at the uh, the box office, so, um, what do you call it? Forecasts, yeah. they're significant. They're especially for during still the pandemic is still obviously a huge issue in in, in America. Um, people still aren't feeling comfortable about going to the theaters, but they're predicting a huge take on the box office for this. So, yeah, I think it's it's definitely um, the hype is probably near end game i don't know if anything could generate as much hype as end game though you know i'm not sure that was that's yeah. like something that you're only going to get once every so often it's weird because the end game thing i mean obviously you got like what 20 fucking films leading up to that yeah but i guess i guess i'm sort of glad that because this movie keeps fucking leaking left and right i'm glad end game did not sort of go through that even yeah. though people are sort of, you know, purporting it to be on the same level, I'm kind of glad that Endgame did not sort of leak as much as this did because this is mm-hmm. so fucking crazy. Yeah, everything in this movie is has leaked. Like it's just there's, <laughs> yeah. I think, short of the post credit scenes and, uh, yeah. you know, a little bit of other casting, but man, everything. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know the the third act here is is like in a, in a in a big scaffolding in what the Empire State Building and all those leaked photos of Toby Andrew were in a, like a scaffolding set so it's uh, no it's the Statue of Liberty oh yeah sorry yeah it's it's, it's yeah. that one yeah so which do you remember do you, I don't know if you remember that article that we wrote a long time ago they left when they were cleaning up they left some stuff out in public uh after like they they were filming at the Statue of Liberty and then they yeah, had it, had it all closed up. And then when they reopened it to public, there was a poster there that they left on accident that gave away that, that what was going on. Yeah, they're building, they're, they're putting Captain America's shield on the on the statue. So uh, yeah. pretty fucking weird, but yeah, that's that. Uh, what, else, what else do we have here? You want to talk about Delroy, Lindo, and Blade? Yeah, that was that was such a cool thing that I was. I was shocked on Friday. Um, I was at, at the gym with my daughter and my phone started buzzing, started buzzing. And I'm like, what is going on here? And, and as I look and I see Del, I see Delroy Lindo's name um, come across <clears throat> that he's joining the cast of Blade. And we don't know as who, but what a what a surprising thing for me for to see him in there. He's one of my favorite actors. I don't know how many people have ever seen Get Shorty. Um, but that's like, that's where I fell in love with Delroy Lindo was in Get Shorty. He's just so cool in Get Shorty. Um, and he seems so sweet 
and so harmless, but you know he's just a badass. Uh, his character's name is Bo, um, and he's sort of had like a, a, a second wave of his career here recently where uh, he's become more uh, increasingly, I guess, active. Uh, he had like a little bit of a downtime, and now he's been in some in some yeah. stuff recently. But he was in Spike Lee's The Five Bloods. He was in oh, the, yeah. On the Heart of They Fall on Netflix. Um, and so he's sort of showing back up in a, in a lot of big projects again. And now to have him join the MCU and Blade, and I guess we think um, that he's going to be Blade's mentor in uh, in this movie. We, the guy's name is Jamal Afari, and he's sort of the character that they based Whistler on in uh, in the Wesley Snipes movies. Uh, um, kind of teaches Blade how to how to, everything there is to know about killing vampires. But it's just such a such a cool character such a cool actor to bring in um into the into the franchise and and to see what kind of weight he brings because he has got he's one of those actors to me that like as soon as i see him he's got a very distinctive voice he's got a very distinctive presence and i think he's going to be a very cool addition to this project yeah delroy is one of those actors evergreen actors who, who who's in so many movies you might not know his name, but as soon as he pops up, you're like, oh, my God, it's the fucking it's that dude. And the fact that he's finally getting to join the MCU. Proper, I know he was supposed to be like what? Dominic Fortune. Dominic and fucking, Fortune, yeah. And it, what, what show was that? Fucking the Ages of Most Wanted Star? or something. Most Wanted. Yeah. So that would have been a shame if, if he just sort of got relegated to that role. Yeah, that was what it was. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Uh who the who the character he's playing is i only know whistler but if he's sort of the the real comic accurate version of whistler then yeah i guess uh that's cool but i mean like you said he's been slowly popping up within the past few years in a lot of more movies i fucking loved him in in the five bloods i felt like yeah. he should have maybe won something there as sort of i guess the the he's he's the bad guy there but he plays a nice sort of foil to the characters in, in yeah. that movie. It's fucking incredible. But yeah, props to him. I can't wait to see, you know, what he brings to the MCU because it's gonna, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You, we're all gonna you've point, got just we're all to gonna start. Point to him when he shows up. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like to start yeah. off this cast with with these two actors, like that's that's fucking heavy. That That's how you get other, other big names to want to come join your project. Like you have. Mahershala Ali and Delroy Lindo here, they're they're gonna make other people look at this and go, okay, maybe that is something I might want to join. Yeah. Not that not that it's hard to get people to join Marvel movies to begin with, but when you start having talent like that, really get people's mm -hmm. attention. Yeah, uh, we have here a rumored fucking DD project, which we've been hearing for quite some time. It's not clear to us if it's a fucking movie or a show. I've been talking, you know, for years that I think it should be a movie. I think DD should get at least one more big screen sort of <clears throat> opportunity. Um, not that, not that movies are better than shows, but movies certainly offer a different sort of scope and scale that shows don't always get to, even though shows are longer. Uh, so if this DD thing is indeed happening, kind of seems like it is. I fucking hope it's a movie. It has to be a movie, yeah. and I cannot wait to see what it is. I, I'm curious to see what happens. Like I've always thought that Daredevil works <clears throat> great as a series, and that's before they've ever 
like dating back to when we found out that Netflix was making those series. I was like, man, DD would work so well as a series. So because because of the nature of, well, I mean, comics in general, but with the the, the stuff that that Matt has to do in the courtroom and the stuff that like he has he has a dual identity, the daytime, the nighttime stuff, it could work so well in a series. <clears throat> and we saw we saw Netflix take their shot with it. But the more I think about it, <clears throat> you're getting him in No Way Home. Supposed to show up in She-Hulk. <clears throat> Apparently, people said he's going to show up in Echo as well. So he's in a lot of stuff. I could very easily see them then turning around and giving him his own film. Because it's it's going to keep Charlie's workload um, pretty consistent over, over a given amount of time, right? Like... Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have whatever he had to do on She-Hulk would you know the rumors that it's like two episodes. Um, maybe he shows up in two episodes uh, of Echo, and then he gets himself to a place where he has the four months that it takes to to film um, a movie. Because I know this, these series can be extensive. Like if he's doing a Daredevil series, <clears throat> it could be half the year. Right. right. A movie. A movie. He's only going to be there. You know, four months. So I. I I'm with you that I would like to see this be a movie to see to see Daredevil come back to the big screen because the only big screen version we have is what twenty some years old now, um, yeah. and it's you know it's very very dated. It's very very. We just watched it last year or, or the, earlier this year. I don't remember and, and talked about it yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. on Patreon and yeah, it's it, it's time for an update. So I'd be I'd be happy with that, and especially if you think mm-hmm. like. Uh, you know what kind of stuff you could get in a Daredevil movie, and you could you could bring in other characters. Um, I think it's I think it's worth it. I think a, a movie would be great. Wasn't there also like a rumor this month or last month that DD will be the sort of the MCU character in like Spider Man Four or some shit? That he would what? He would be like the, he would be like the supporting MCU character in Spider Man Four. Oh, I didn't see that. <clears throat> so which side fucking dropped that but it's an interesting sort of rumor um if there was one character that had to be a spider a supporting spider-man character it's fucking db um yeah. and you know if, if there's sort of credence to this rumor then that makes me hopeful that the next spider-man movie will be sort of a grounded new york thing where you gotta fight kingpin you gotta fight fucking you know the, the, yeah. the class dd and spider-man crime <clears throat> villains from new york that sort of gives me hope and it's so funny to think about how, you know, 2018, DD gets canceled. Charlie thought he would probably not get any more Marvel work. But now it kind of seems like he might not get any non-Marvel work moving forward because he's so fucking booked for the next... <laughs> yeah. For the next fucking three years. So I props to him. He seems very grateful and happy to be in the role, even though he keeps denying it. You could tell that every single one of them of the Spider-Man fucking cast just wants to get the shit over ready to move on with their lives. But <laughs> props to Charlie. Um, yeah. What else do we have here? We got a ScarJo project, a mystery ScarJo project. Yes. I wonder what that could be. I I really have enjoyed uh, Twitter this week. When after that came out, everybody thought it was going to be the Thunderbolts, which would mean that she's still alive. People just still can't let go of the fact that the character is dead. I had no idea people thought that. Um, yeah. I thought there was. I thought this was like a like a like a dramatization of her lawsuit with Disney, like a movie. <laughs> They're making a movie about the lawsuit or some shit like that. Um, I mean, I mean, 
I guess it could be like what Black Widow two. She's producing it. Like is she, she's producing. It's this not project. a Black Widow project. That's the only thing we know. It's not a Black Widow project. Yeah. God. But so you make you, you make a good point that other people are assuming that it's going to have to be something where she's has a role in the film, and it very well could be her producing or directing. Well, I mean, you know, she's sort of a pillar in the Asian community, so maybe it's Shang Chi too. <laughs> Maybe maybe Shang-Chi too. Who knows? I mean, it could be anything, but yeah. I mean, Chris Evans is sort of, you know, apparently on board for another movie. If Scar well, that, on board for another movie, so could that be? That's where movie? my mind went immediately was was with the chemistry that, that she has with Chris Evans in those roles to see them reunite for another project. Even if it's, I know people are, are going to get frustrated with stories that are told in between stories that take place in the past, but you could tell a story from from Chris Evans' time as Nomad um, in, in maybe like a Secret Avengers style thing with him and and uh, and Nat and and Sam, and you could have a really good movie take place there that could introduce some other characters that that could go forward. Sort of the way that Black Widow it went. We went back and visited a time uh, after Civil War and before Infinity War that gave us, uh, you know. Yelena and the Red Guardian and and some new characters that are going to be, you know, you would assume would be used down the road. You can do that again in another project, um, but still put two of your most popular actors back in the roles, even though their characters have kind of moved on in, in the present day. Did you ever read the Peter David 90s book? I think I have it here. It's called The Last Avenger Story. I don't think so. The cover is sort of... I th- oh, I think it's Captain America. I haven't read that in a fucking while, but it's like a sort of old chubby Captain America with a shield. But I guess for me, if sort of Chris Evans is sort of going back, I talked about sort of, you know, making a movie sort of in between, you know, mm-hmm. the canon stuff. What if it's like a non-canon sort of post-apocalyptic thing where, you know, it's fucking... May- give Chris Evans his Logan. I think yeah. for me, I mean, as opposed to seeing, you know, what happens, you know, during the five years or during his time as nomad i think personally i would be more interested in sort of that kind of story where chris evans actually gets to act and do some cool stuff that he otherwise wouldn't get to do in in some of the canon stuff i think that is that's more interesting for me than you know fucking captain america 5 that's yeah during this time and whatnot i mean i wouldn't i'd be fucking first in line to watch it but i think I, i think for evans even as an actor Part of me thinks that he might he might feel too limited to what Cap can do, uh, and doing something like a Logan, but for for Steve Rogers, I feel like is is you know it offers a lot of opportunities for acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be so, kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. What, what else do we have? The last little bit of news we had, um, and I guess it, it's it's indicative of another interesting piece of news as well, is that the Ahsoka series cast Sabine Wren. And that means that the Ahsoka series is gearing up for production for early next year. Yeah, I just, I think I saw that today as soon as I woke up. I, I, I Googled the actress. Let me fuck it. I forgot her name. Let me Google it a bit. Uh, Natasha Lou Bordizo. I, I saw her face and I was like, holy shit. She fucking looks like Sabine Wren. Uh, it, it's exciting. Uh, I don't I don't know much about Sabine Wren apart from the few Rebels episodes I saw. 
and it, it sort of makes me hopeful that more of the rebel stuff finally goes into live action i know a lot of people mm-hmm. want to see ezra me uh, some people want to see kanan so you know the the, the possibilities of, of of sabine sort of showing up here is certainly you know leads to more of appearances like that and it's it's very very exciting even to me as a very yeah. casual rebels fan yeah it's it's gonna be cool uh, i think the last time that <clears throat> she was seen it was more like they were ahsoka's a little older and they have had been working together trying to find ezra so obviously her being cast in here gives you the the i mean as if we didn't already know what the show is going to be about after seeing ahsoka's appearance and in, in the mandalorian it just confirms that that's what we're going to get here is there it's going to be these two kind of like buddied up uh chasing after thrawn and ezra which is really gonna i mean the idea of, of them bringing thrawn to live action after him having the you know the the book iterations and then the, the rebels iterations and then the comic books but to finally see a character that character is so popular without ever having been in anything live action right like yeah. Yeah. even even the even if you're not a hardcore star wars fan you know who he is mm-hmm. and so that's that's kind of not to take away from this actress being cast in the in the role but that role being cast just really points in that direction right we know exactly we can we can almost tell you exactly what's going to happen in ahsoka now um and we know that i think hayden christensen's back in this one too as as darth vader um which is going to be which is also going to be very cool so yeah this uh i guess it's supposed to film in march and that that would probably indicate it being you know early 2023 when we see it so we got quite a ways to go yet all right, guys, that does it for us. Uh, it is in the United States Thanksgiving week. So hopefully you guys mm-hmm. all have some downtime and enjoy some time with your family. So happy Thanksgiving from me to you. Um, in, enjoy whatever feast you you guys decide to put on your plates. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll Bye. talk to you again next week. Bye.